I just snapped. Those words often describe an emotional outburst in someone's life. A parent to an uncontrollable child, a teacher to an entitled student, a doctor to a demanding patient, or even a celebrity to a provocative paparazzi. All of these situations are ones in which inappropriate anger and hostility could be dealt out by tired and sleep-deprived individuals. So why does a lack of sleep make us so emotionally reactive? And how does it affect our emotional well-being? Welcome to episode 7 of Better Brain, Better You. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Webb. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm delighted you could join me from wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or if you're watching on YouTube. Today's episode is about the importance of sleep for your emotional well-being and the impact that insufficient sleep can have on your mental health. So with that in mind, and particularly if you struggle with your sleep, I want to give you a free guide on 12 simple steps to help you sleep better, which you can download at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. It's completely free, so please do go and get it. And the guide contains 12 sleep hygiene strategies to help you get to sleep and to stay asleep. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll pin the link in the comments below. Okay, so most of us know that not getting a good night's sleep can change our mood the next day. We even recognise it in other people. When a parent's holding a young child who is screaming and crying and turns to you and says, well, James just didn't get enough sleep last night. We all know that bad sleep leads to a bad mood and emotional reactivity the next day. So exactly how does a lack of sleep impact your emotional brain? And why does a lack of sleep make us so emotionally irrational and sometimes hyperreactive? Well... When you get a full night of sleep, you have a nice, appropriate, moderate degree of reactivity in a part of your emotional brain called the amygdala. This part of your brain is centrally involved in the generation of your strong emotional reactions, including negative emotional reactions. When you're heavily sleep deprived, let's say you haven't managed to sleep for most of the night, this deep emotional brain centre becomes hyperactive. Your amygdala can be up to 60% more responsive after a lack of sleep. But why is that the case? Well, there's another brain region that's involved. This brain region is called the prefrontal cortex and it sits directly above your eyes. And you can think of the prefrontal cortex as the boss of your brain, the CEO, the chief executive. It's very good at making high-level, executive, top-down control decisions and reactions. In fact, it's one of the most evolved regions of your brain and one of the parts of your brain that it controls is the deep emotional centre, the amygdala. When you get a full night of sleep, there's a nice strong communication and connection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala regulating your deep emotional brain centre. But when you are sleep deprived, that communication, that connection between the prefrontal cortex and your emotional brain centre has essentially been severed. And as a consequence, your amygdala starts responding far more reactively due to a lack of sleep. 
It's almost as though without sleep we become all emotional accelerator and too little regulatory break. When you have lost a good night's sleep, have you ever noticed that your mood and emotions aren't always just negative? You don't only feel anger and sadness. Your mood can swing like a pendulum from being irritable to being punch junk giddy, only to then swing back to a state of vicious negativity. You can traverse a normal emotional distances from negative to neutral to positive and all the way back again. Well, we now know that this is because of a different deep emotional centre in your brain just above and behind the amygdala called the striatum, a brain area associated with impulsivity and reward, bathed in the pleasure chemical dopamine, has become hyperactive in response to pleasurable experiences when you are sleep deprived. And as with the amygdala, the heightened sensitivity of this hedonic part of your brain is because of a loss of rational control by the boss behind your eyes, the prefrontal cortex. So insufficient sleep does not push you and your brain into a negative mood state and hold you there. Rather, your underslept brain swings you excessively between the emotional extremes of positive and negative moods. And you might think that these emotional extremities can cancel each other out. Well, unfortunately, emotional brain processing and the influences it has on your decision-making and choices doesn't really work like this. Extreme emotions are often really dangerous. Depression and extreme negative mood can fill you with a sense of worthlessness and make you question your self-worth. In fact, we now know that in adolescence, there's a link between severe sleep disruption and suicidal thoughts, suicide attempts, and tragically, suicides completed in the days after. This is another reason why we as parents should value plentiful sleep in our teenagers rather than chastising them for sleeping longer and later than us. Just as worrying issues arise from extreme swings in positive mood, but with different consequences, hypersensitivity to pleasurable experiences can lead to sensation-seeking, taking dangerous risks and even addiction. Indeed, sleep disturbance is a recognised hallmark associated with addictive to substance abuse. And sleep deprivation determines relapse rates in numerous addiction disorders because of a lack of control from the rational boss at the front of the brain. So you can hopefully now appreciate that extreme swings in your mood caused by sleep deprivation are more concerning than counterbalancing for your emotional well-being. In fact, there's a strong relationship between your sleep and your mental health. Psychiatric and neuroscience research have both shown that there's not a major mental illness in which sleep is actually normal. This is true of depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, sometimes called manic depression. Indeed, many of the brain regions commonly impacted by mood disorders are the same regions involved in sleep regulation and impacted by sleep loss. And many of the genes that put you at risk of mental illness are the same genes that control your sleep and circadian rhythm. That's the clock inside your brain which controls when you fall asleep and wake up. That's not to suggest that sleep deprivation causes mental illness. It's a two-way street. Sleep loss can contribute to and maintain different types of mental illness. And conversely, mental illness can interfere with your ability to sleep. So let's take a real example. Bipolar disorder is a major mental illness in which patients have extreme swings between both ends of the emotional spectrum. 
experiencing dangerous periods of mania, which are excessive pleasure-driven emotional behaviours, and periods of deep depression, negative moods and negative emotions. These extremes are often separated by times when a patient is in a stable emotional state, neither manic nor depressed. And when bipolar patients are severely sleep-deprived, a large number of them will spiral into a manic episode or become seriously depressed. This strongly suggests that the lack of sleep itself leads to psychiatric episodes of mania or depression and may actually be the trigger itself. But thankfully, the opposite is also true. If you improve sleep in bipolar disorder using a technique called cognitive behavioural therapy or CBT for insomnia, you can improve the severity of manic and depressive symptoms and remission rates. And the use of CBT sleep treatment to improve the amount, quality and regularity of sleep in numerous psychiatric conditions demonstrates the healing abilities of sleep. And CBT sleep treatment has been used as a therapeutic sleep tool to successfully treat mental health issues as diverse as depression, bipolar disorder, anxiety and even suicidal thoughts. Sleep disruption is also a major factor in the occurrence of paranoia, hallucinatory experiences and other mental health problems in young adults. And again, CBT sleep treatment in these patient groups has shown large reductions in insomnia as well as small sustained reductions in paranoia and hallucinatory experiences. The treatment also led to the improvement in depression, anxiety, nightmares and psychological well-being. The CBT sleep treatment is one of the most promising interventions for sleep loss and insomnia that is currently available out there. And a recent study at Harvard Medical School found that CBT sleep treatment was more effective at treating people with long-term insomnia than prescription sleeping tablets. So this form of sleep treatment produces the largest changes in people's ability to fall asleep and stay asleep and the benefits remained in place for at least a year after treatment had finished. So you can see how important getting sufficient amounts of sleep is, both for your emotional and for your mental well-being. So with that in mind, if you struggle with your sleep, I want to give you a free guide on 12 simple steps to help you sleep better, which you can download at ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. That's ologyonlinecourses.com forward slash sleep better. It's completely free, so please download it the guide has 12 sleep strategies to help you get to sleep and to stay asleep. And if you're watching on YouTube, I'll pin the link in the comments below. Thanks so much for taking the time to tune in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it useful. And I look forward to seeing you next time. Bye.